I think it's really important that people start out playing safe. So, so we want to start with obviously <laughs> it's gonna be the girls are still wearing the clothing, unfortunately. A fantasy of mine is like a gay thing. That's just hot to me. This week, uh, we have a Tara topic. We're going to talk about being... Tara topic. It's a Tara topic. Okay, <laughs> so, bitches. Love you. Wow. Tara gets saucy. Welcome to Sex Uninterrupted with Tara and James. I am James. And I'm Tara. And we are your sexy, swinging lifestyle host. We are here to empower you to explore your sexuality and learn more about non-traditional relationships. The swinger lifestyle has transformed our life. Meeting each other has shattered everything we thought about normal relationships. Maneuvering our way through non-monogamy has transformed our view on sexuality, relationships, and sex. And uh, we didn't do it on our first episode, but we usually do a smoke show um, for what we're smoking cannabis-wise before we start our show. Uh, We are both medical patients and have a lot of knowledge surrounding cannabis use. With legalization around the corner here in Canada, we love combining sex and cannabis. So this week we are smoking Pink Kush, which is an indica-dominant hybrid with a powerful body-focused effects, which means it is great sex weed. That's true. And it relaxes you and makes your body feel so good. The potency of this strain could be considered overpowering to some, so less uh, so less it more with this type of bud. Uh, it is very sweet, candy-like aroma, and overall a great strain. Thank you for sharing that, James. This week on the show, we're going to be talking about coming out to your friends and family about being in a non-traditional relationship. We are going to discuss the acceptance theory and how we want this lifestyle choice to be universally accepted. We're also going to talk about the issues that may arise when your friends and family find out you are a swinger which can be kind of tough. And also we're going to be talking about some of the issues our Instagram followers have when they came out as non-monogamies. Monogamies. (laughs) We produce a show every week for your listening pleasure, and our sponsors make all of this possible. We truly appreciate their generosity and everything they do to support us. If you're interested in sponsoring our show, contact us at sexuninterrupted at gmail.com. And if you like our show, come get social with us. We are available online most of the time. Uh, our Instagram is sex.uninterrupted, and we love to share our sexy stories all day long. Mm-hmm. We also have a Twitter account, SXUninterrupted, where we can share our racier content and a Facebook-like page. Uh, and if you go to our website, sexuninterrupted.com, you can find all the links and all the deets. We are going to go to a quick commercial break, and then when we get back, we're going to share our opinion on the acceptance theory. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies. We are Carol and David, and with us today is Jeff Abraham from Promiscent. So, Jeff, you know, intimacy is key to every relationship. Can you tell us a bit how Promiscent can help enhance intimacy? Well, I really think that one of the keys to intimacy is obviously both couples having a satisfactory experience. As any therapist or, you know, urologist will tell you, one of the chief complaints that arises in any intimate relationship is timing, i.e., does the women in the relationship or the woman in the relationship finish? As we've discussed on many occasions during podcasts, other things we've done in the past, there is something called the arousal or orgasm gap, whereas the average man takes about five minutes to achieve climax and the average woman 18. So indeed, I think that is probably 
one of the reasons why a product like Promescent is very appropriate to satisfactory intimacy. Fantastic, Jeff. Thanks so much. Well, that was a great quickie. Jeff, thanks so much for being here. Why don't you tell everyone how they can find Promescent? The best way to find Promescent in its is www.promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T, www.promescent.com. You can buy it directly there. It'll direct you to the retail locations that have it. There's a map you put in your zip code, and there's also physicians and other people that carry it as well, www.promescent.com. Thanks so much, Jeff. We are Carol and David from the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies. Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at thesexylifestyle.com with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. The Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network is where you can build a new vocabulary to talk about sex in a healthy, loving, and productive way. Discover more about yourself and your relationships from our amazing sex experts who can't wait to share their information with you. You'll learn everything you ever wanted to know about sex, sexuality, sexual pleasure, and so much more on the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. Listen, learn, and live sexy. We're back, and this is Tara and James. We are going to start off our first topic, and really, we're just we're gonna we're talk, talking about the acceptance theory. This is something that James actually came up with. I kind of coined the term in a sense, but it's not necessarily like it's just something that I kind of came up with, and it's kind of sort of like we strive and we want the lifestyle and non-monogamy to become more accepted just like the lgbtq community Mm -hmm. and it kind of relates to the fact that like a lot of people get shamed and guilted when it comes to coming out as a (laughs) non-monogamist so i came up with very true yeah and it kind of it kind of sucks because it's like we're sitting here just trying to live our lives and yes it is a sexuality choice and it's something that we chose for ourselves but we want it to be accepted we want people not to look at it down upon it we want it to be openly accepted well and even to an extent like although you say it's a choice i i know previous like in previous relationships i didn't feel fulfilled and i didn't feel like i was living as my authentic self because there, there were times where I'm like, uh, I, I don't know if I can be with this person for the rest of my life. Or I, I thought a woman was attractive. And mm-hmm. for me, it's I am bisexual, so I do fall into the LGBTQ mm-hmm. um, community as well. Um, however, I am um, 
in the lifestyle. And it would be nice to to be able to talk more openly and freely about that. And I know that we're not the only ones who feel that way. There's many people in this community that that feel like they they live almost a shadow life. Well, even on the Sexy Lifestyle Network, it's that same sort of concept. There's so many people that are putting all this stuff, content out there, and they're just trying to get people to understand that it's not as as everybody thinks it is. Yeah. Yeah, and we just want it to kind of be, again, accepted. And that's why we kind of say that, like, coming out is one of our most powerful tools. Mm -hmm. And because we just want to sit here and talk about it. Like, there's some things that we obviously hold back when we talk to, like, our colleagues, I guess, at work yeah. or and, and in our muggle life. There's some people that we just don't come out and say the things that we want to say. But when we get into these communities, there are so many people that just accept us for who we are and what we want to talk about. And so coming well, out to the people outside of that, it kind of... It, the like, thing, the thing mm-hmm. is, too, with the acceptance theory is um, a lot of people will come into lifestyle or into non-monogamy and they're like oh my God, this is my truth. I found my tribe. I'm living my truth. I'm no longer denying who I am. But then they only do that on weekends. And and they're they're denying who they are five days a week. And really, it's almost like you're living in even more of a shadow and even more disaligned with yourself because you're not who, you're not saying who you are every single day. And it really can bring turmoil into your 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 head and into your inner self. Well, it's that living that double life, right? And it's it's not easy. We've done it. We did it forever, ever, ever. And it's and it's not it's not easy and it's not fulfilling at all. At all. It kind of takes us to a point where we had to sit down with each other and kind of say, like, well, we gotta kind of tell some people around us because if we don't tell them and then they ask all these questions and we just continue to lie, that's not what we're about. We don't want to have to sit here and lie to people. We don't want to say that we went to naughty New Orleans or we didn't go. We went to New Orleans for seven days and, you know, we just walked around and didn't leave Bourbon Street for six days. Like that doesn't really work out for us. We want to be truthful. We want to be honest. We want to tell people that, like, we went down for a swinger convention. It was the greatest trip we ever took. And we kind of want to share those details, but some people just don't take it as well. And so we just kind of just, again, like it's that whole acceptance of being accepted for who we are and the choices that we made and living our truth and not lying to people anymore. And I think um, the reason why coming out is such a powerful tool is it kind of debunks myths or fears or stereotypes that people may have about non-monogamy. Um it kind of lets people see who we really are and they can respect us in a different light because of that. Bringing, bringing, um, what's it called? Bring light to the situation. Bringing dialogue. Yeah, absolutely. And finding the right words to talk about. Like when we, in our next segment, when we talk about our stories, like it was kind of so uplifting to be able to shed this sort of like lie that we've been holding on to for years and it was so uplifting and fulfilling to be able to say like now I can share these things and be like when I go on a trip it's going to be like it's one of those trips right like yeah no it's it's true and at the same time I mean you're you're building better repertoire for the community as well because 
you know, previous, these people just think that swingers, it's all about sex, like we talked about in the previous show. And they kind of realize that, well, you know, James and Tara aren't really like that. So it's it's not just about sex. And they kind of learn a little bit more about that. Um, and the reason why I think it's so important to normalize the lifestyle and non-monogamy, number yeah. one to me is is the education aspect. I think that having education surrounding this in schools is important and it definitely um, helping people realize that it's not just like a relationship where you're um, in a monogamous relationship with just one person isn't how it has to be anymore. And yeah, that confines of like what a relationship is, is so is so not really how we see it, and we're, that's why we're trying to share this well, with everybody. Well, I think bringing education to that is is important because um, I find a lot of people can go into depression or even suicidal thoughts because they might desire this, they might want this, but there's no dialogue, there's no there's no dialogue, and there's no. Um, education surrounding it right right and like you know there's a lot more education on stis and one of the biggest things that we like to preach is consent it's one of the biggest things that happens in this lifestyle and it's like we're not just going around having sex with whoever we have to actually have somebody say the words yes yeah they have to say yes and i think teaching that in in alignment with um, non-monogamy is important and I think teaching non-monogamy especially um, in schools would help open up the door to have further conversations about consent and about STIs because there are um, there's so many more conversations that you can have that need to happen that need to happen surrounding that and it's stuff that we didn't know about we had to kind of go out and you know trip over ourselves a few times and and find this out ourselves and I believe that by educating and bringing the conversation to the forefront before it happens will assist those in not screwing up like we did well, it's also really difficult to love yourself when you're having to hide this big thing about yourself. Like, it really is that sort of thing that you don't want to hide. I don't want to hide anymore. It's like when you end well, up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like I said, authenticity is the foundation of all closeness, right? So if you if you are being authentic in your relationships, that's how you you attract close relationships that's how you attract closeness um i know previous to not sharing about my my non-monogamous life um i didn't feel that close to people it was like i and i couldn't be that close to people because god forbid they found out about and they would judge you or shame you or you know or or even like we're going to talk about later how they like would distance themselves from us and it just it kind of sucks because we just want it to be an understanding that we made this choice to live a non-monogamous relationship and it's because we found a truth within ourselves to get to that point and it it was really really tough yeah to come out it it was and at the same time though it was what needed to happen and i think that it's starting to happen more in the world i think that a lot more people are coming out as non-monogamous and it really it makes me really happy definitely 
Oh, and I think so too. I think it made me way happier. I've never been happier in my life when I got to come out to my mother and we'll share those stories in the next segment. And I think that kind of wraps up this segment and I kind of, we hope this gives you some perspective on why we believe it's important uh, for the Swinger Lifestyle community to be universally accepted. Uh, We're going to cut to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to share our coming out stories. And yes, this involves friends and our family. This November, 4,000 people will be on the sold-out Independence of the Seas Bliss Cruise, offered by Lifestyle Cruising and Bliss. Why do these charters sell out so fast? Five separate playrooms, dozens of meet-and-greets aimed at various cultural and sexual orientations, themed dance parties every night, and all upper decks are clothing optional. Find out about the Bliss experience on the two upcoming Bliss charters in 2019. This April is the five-night Celebrity Infinity Cruise, and next November 2019 will be seven nights on the beautiful Navigator of the Seas. Couples love the electric atmosphere on our cruises, and we know that sparks will fly in your cabin. Remember, our cruises sell out fast, so be sure to call Wayne at 908-391-1977. That's 908-391-1977, or visit lifestylecruising.com. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. This is Tara and James, and we are kicking off another sexy segment on Sex Uninterrupted. We just finished discussing why coming out is a thing in non-monogamy, and now we want to talk about our coming out stories, which are very different, because how you did it with your family and friends, and how, actually, well, we... And well, how. we'll talk about friends first. All right. Well, Tara's going to lead it off, and she's going to share her story about coming out to her friends. Uh, well, I really didn't have to come out. <laughs> they kind of knew I was always a slut. <laughs> they weren't really surprised when I'm like, oh, well, we're swingers now. And they're like, oh, yeah, we, we figured. <laughs> figured that would be happening at some point. Um, but it definitely impacted the relationship, I think, once we got together. Absolutely. Because I think um, being in a non-monogamous relationship, we do a lot together. We do everything And you together. almost replaced, like, best best girlfriends that I had. Because I didn't do, like, girls trips after. I mean, if we're going to go on a trip, I'm saving up my money to go on an LS trip with you. And we're going to go party it up, Rather right? Rather than, like, a muggle vanilla trip. With some vanilla girlfriends. And... Um, I do, I did find that they really distanced themselves afterwards. Some of them because I, I was just a little too sexual for them and they, well, they didn't align with me. assume you were being like a bad influence? And the others, like I said in the show last time, because they just assumed that I would uh, get them into trouble. And really, if they knew anything about the lifestyle, it's kind of the opposite of what we do. It's all consensual. It's all honest. And it's all truthful. We don't hide anything. No. We do not hide anything. When I go out with my vanilla girlfriends, they are the the bad ones. 
Yeah. They are the baddest ones out there. They are the ones that are cheating. They are the ones that are doing things that I'm like, oh my God, does your husband-to-be know about this? Um, well, and for me, my friends... They never, like, well, like, because I said in, like, our last episode, I didn't really share any of the stuff that I was doing on the side before I met Tara, and so I never shared any of this stuff. So when we started as um, Friends with Benefits, we had also had some threesomes and foursomes and fivesomes with some of my guy friends. Mm-hmm. Um, now, they were okay with that when it happened, but at the same time, when I got together with her, their reactions were kind of like, You're well, dating the how, how, could, how could you let your girlfriend do these sort of things? And I'm like, what? How can I let her? I don't own her. She's an individual. She's a human being. And it kind of, I, and then again, I got the distancing from all those vanilla guy friends because they yeah. didn't understand that this, like, this lifestyle that we found ourselves yeah. in was progressing in a way that we could share all these things and do all these things. And they didn't realize that this was possible. They thought, like, their whole, like, you know, the whole puck bunny or, like, the old, you know, the one girl that comes in with a hockey room or a football room with a bunch of guys. I and never has, had that happen. But like they're okay. <laughs> but they're okay with that. But they're not okay with me dating somebody that's willing to do that. And none of those guys yeah. are willing to date that girl. And that's so sad. It's just like so, so we they kind, kind of, of we, they lo- dis- we both lost a lot of friends, a lot of vanilla, and friends. it kind of sucked. It, it did. But at the end of the day, I don't want to be attracting people that aren't aren't part of the community yeah or, or that don't love me for who I truly am and allowing me to share these things and be able to talk about these things that's why we hang out mostly now with people mm-hmm. that are in the lifestyle because that's where we can share all those things and this is where we can share all the little different secrets and all the little things that we have we don't have to hide who we are exactly and then for my parents so I told them separately they they still are together it's actually going to be I think their 30th anniversary soon and I told them each separately I told my mom before we went to Nani Nolens and she was kind of like okay like they used to watch sex sex with Sue and also kink there were two TV TV shows yeah yeah. Yeah. and so I was kind of like well it's kind of like kink a little bit like that but like more open relationship and my mom's like, oh, my God. Well, I would just prefer to live in a house in the woods by myself. But whatever floats your boat, she really didn't care, to be honest. No, she didn't. Well, she, from what you told me, no. she they had lunch together. She sat down. Yeah. She kind of talked about um, what we do as a business, how yeah. we and then how we kind of live our lives. And so and then like with my dad, I ended up telling him very recently, I'd say in the last month. And I told him because I needed some business advice when it came to our our company, Sex Uninterrupted. And his initial reaction was, I don't like it. I'm like, oh, great. And I had a choice of how I wanted to respond. I could have responded with being hurt. I could have responded with anger. I could have just gotten up and walked away. And instead, I just asked him why. And he explained to me that you know, when he was younger and... Um, it's not how he was raised. It's not how he was raised. It's not what he, he... He said, if things like that happened in a marriage, it ended in divorce. And I was like, that's fair, but that's not going to happen to us. And... Well, we, we don't... Hold did, on. We don't know that. And he but. thought that it was like the young 
young kid thing to do. And I'm like, dad, we're like the youngest ones. Like everybody else is a lot more older than us. Yeah. We always like to say the average age of someone in the swinger lifestyle is around 39. So we're below that. And And so he, he actually opened up a lot and asked more questions. I ended up sharing with him my spiritual slut course in which he was like, well, where's all this sex? And I'm like, dad, this isn't about sex. This is, it's about sexuality. It's about empowering women. It's not, it's not sex is the bonus and yeah. I think that's kind of when he had his aha moment and they haven't really bugged us since about that no and so leading into my story it's kind of funny like you said the sex on the t- icing the cake I had come out to my f- most of my family like I I don't Your have a guest I'm a, when I'm I'm an, at a family dinner it was I'm, so awkward <laughs> so I'm an only ch- <laughs> I'm an only child so I don't have any brothers and sisters so Tara's brothers and sister knew way before her parents did oh god yeah they know and so I had two stepbrothers and they they kind of like the older one knew I think we told him when he was like 18 19 um, the younger one still doesn't really really know because we haven't really shared enough with him but I like everybody in my family like my cousins and that like like Tara said my aunt guest at a family dinner literally like I was being so evasive about like questions about not uh, New Orleans and she's like are you being cryptic and I was like somewhat she's like why I'm like because I haven't told my mom the real reason why we went and she walks around me and she goes so you're swingers and I look at her dead in the eye and <laughs> oh I was God, like was so awkward. <laughs> yes I am and she's like really and I was like well I always told somebody if they ever asked me I wasn't going to lie Yeah. because mm-hmm. we don't want to lie anymore that's mm-hmm. the whole point and so I told um like my family and all all the people around me and then your mom was the big one though yeah because I have like as I said my parents have been divorced since I was 11 and I had that close relationship with my mom and so I didn't want to disappoint her no and I didn't want her to be disappointed in me and when I first told her I kind of came out and I was kind of tearing up in my eye and because it was just a big thing for me it was a big thing to share that with my mom because I have a close relationship with her and she had that same sort of thing that your dad did and he was like uh she i mean she was like uh it's not really like it's a sexuality choice like whatever my opinions don't matter my opinion didn't matter (laughs) and i was like well it kind of does it's kind of like you know how i want to interact with you and i want to be able to tell you things and i don't want to like i'm not going to tell you about the details of like us banging other people no i just want to talk to you about like the little the little things that go on And so when after she took it the way she did and I found the right words to talk to her about it. And when I said it's not all about sex, she literally was like, it kind of opened her eyes up and she started asking questions. And she's like, have you ever had this happen? Have you ever talked to people that are like this? Have you ever? And so it was kind of really interactive and I actually really enjoyed it. And it was such a weight off my shoulders and she took it so well. She did. And we've since had family dinners and outings with both my family and your family. And they've been completely normal. They weren't awkward. Nobody asked us any weird questions. Nothing was brought up. Um, And it was like, it didn't happen, but we felt so much lighter. I mean, I did at least. Oh, absolutely. It was like a weight lifted off our shoulders. For both of us, yeah. And it was, I'm really happy and I'm really proud that both of us were able to get up the courage to come out and and do that for for our families and for ourselves. Um, Also, we wanted to touch briefly on on workplaces. 
I chose not to come out at my last job simply because I worked with five people. The job before that, I did share that. A little bit, yeah. With you. Like when we went to Hito, I shared that with like the girls in my group and stuff and my boss. And they were all totally okay with it. I mean, they asked me questions. I was the sex go-to person. You're still at that job. I'm still at the same job where we and met. And you get asked questions and all I, the time. Oh my gosh, the guy. <laughs> like it is, it's kind of interesting. A lot of people, my boss knows. The only person that really doesn't know is like the president of my company. Because there's a partner in my office who loves to ask me so many questions. And it's kind of a little bit awkward because I know that he He's not living that life, but he likes to kind of live vicariously through the stories that I have. And I'm not I'm not shy about sharing some of those. It's like, well, obviously not. We have the blog and, and a radio show. A radio show. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, it, it is kind of, uh, you know, it's that thing where you just you can either choose to share them and or choose to not. And that's kind of our both. coming out stories. <laughs> yeah. So we are going to cut to another quick commercial break. And when we return, we plan on talking about the challenges faced for non-monogamists and uh, when, when they, they share who they are. So a uh, quick break and we will come back right after this. Welcome to the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies. We are Carol and David, and with us today is Jeff Abraham from Promescent. So, Jeff, how important is it to have open communication with your partner about premature ejaculation and not just find excuses to cover up issues? I'll start by saying that I believe open, honest communication is a fundamental building block in any relationship, not just man, woman, or even sexually speaking, father, son, mother, daughter, friendship, is this anything? But the reason it's even more important with something like premature ejaculation is because if you're not lasting long enough to satisfy your partner and it's unspoken, it will, it will literally create some resentment, resentment on the female partner's part because she's not receiving the satisfaction and it will create a sense of shame or anxiety on the male partner, which will only exacerbate the condition. And certainly talking about it and then finding the solution, like a product like Promiscent that can make love last longer, uh, if you didn't talk about it, you might not even know there was something out there that could help you. Well, that was another great quickie. Thanks so much for being here. How can people find Promiscent? I always tell people that the best way to find Promiscent is to go to www.promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T. Because if you want to buy it at a retail store, you plug in your zip code. We have a whole network of independent pharmacies and like Target and stuff like that. It'll tell you the closest one to you. Thanks so much, Jeff. We are Carol and David from the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies. You are back with Tara and James and tuned into Sex Uninterrupted. We just finished discussing our coming out stories and now we want to talk about why we came out and the challenges you can face when you decide to. So why, what really inspired us to come out, James? Because it, it was actually a pretty... As a kind of a traumatic sort traumatic of Traumatic reason, yeah. So, um... Where we are, there's a decent-sized community of uh, swinger lifestylers. Very close. And we're very close, and we're all kind of like a tight-knit tribe, as we like to say. And uh, unfortunately, um, a couple that we had met numerous times at a few parties had gotten into a motorcycle accident, and they ended up passing away together. Which, again, ironically, is kind of how... Most, I think most people in the lifestyle are going to end up going out is together because we mostly do everything together. Yep, exactly. And so when they passed, um, 
their family got a hold of their phones and their Facebook accounts and that sort of thing. And their house. And I think that they had a lot of questions. And it, there was nobody that should have been answering those questions except for the people that ended up passing, passing away. away. Yeah. And so we kind of sat down together, the two of us, and talked about it, about how I think we need to tell our family, which we that was the last people that we got to tell, because we didn't want them finding out the same way that these people's parents and family found yeah. out. And, like, going through, like, even our phones, like, oh, my God, like... <laughs> Imagine if, like, my mom got a hold of my phone and the pic- half the pictures on there are naked women that aren't you. <laughs> well, imagine if they got even a hold of, like, our Facebook. They would see, like, Sex Uninterrupted. They would they would see a lot of, like, the groups, everything. There's... And the speculation that they would have about what's going on. And we didn't get to explain the reasons why we're, we made that choice in this lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, I didn't want my parents to think it was something that James pressured me into. And I know that you versa. didn't want your mom to think because really you didn't start this until you met me. And Well, I didn't know about what I was doing. I also yeah. didn't share anything else, but yeah. And so I think that really, um, you know, when we we went to their funeral and we saw like all the people in the lifestyle community were kind of in one area and one section and um it was like there there we were like almost like a dirty little secret yeah and it didn't feel good and i didn't want that to be my funeral i didn't want that to happen and it's really important that my family understands that these are my friends. These are my tribe. And they're going to be at my wedding. They're going to be at my funeral. And they're going to be there for every major milestone of my life, just like they are going to be, just like my family will be. And we'll be there for them, like in, for people like that that are, you know, that are going through this. Because, again, like we've said this before, this is a tribe. This is a community of people that share and love one another and, you know, like love in the sense of like, hey, I love you, buddy. And it's not like the deep, intimate love, like some polyamorous, but there is that, right? And so... And really, like, I, I know that it's... it it's we're, we're making it sound easy to come out, but there are challenges, too, that you can face while you are coming out to friends, family, in the workplace. And we also wanted to touch a little bit on that and provide a little bit of guidance and insight into that, so um, one of our friends actually didn't really come out, but was found out um, that they were kind of in like a very open sexual relationship that she was posting stuff on her Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And he they found out he they, was promoting her because he loved her. He loved, loved her. Her doing of that. course. And then he got asked a question at work about their sort of relationship and blah, blah, blah. And then this family run establishment ended up canning him and he ended up getting fired for some just some like little bit racier posts and that 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 can 
that can really devastate somebody, especially when like you rely on like they relied, I think, on one source of income yeah. and it was his. And now he's getting fired from his job. It's they like have two kids that are like and, under the age of six. So that's why we talk about the acceptance theory is like you can get fired for coming out and it kind of sucks. Like, again, I keep going back. It kind of sucks, but it's just it's so detrimental to somebody that like you can't express who you are sexually in your, in your private life. This yeah. isn't like he was using an Instagram that he was promoting the business on or anything this was strictly their private instagrams and um he got fired because of it and it was just it was just touching the brink of sexuality not even going into the lifestyle or kink communities and really i think when you decide to tell your workplace if you decide to tell your workplace you really need to assess the culture of your workplace and determine if it's to your advantage. Um, not every workplace is very open. liberal and open. And, you know, if you are in a workplace where your boss and culture are more accepting, um, then I would suggest maybe just bringing it up or, or saying something along the lines. Engaging their reaction, too. Like, don't just jump in full ahead. Like, obviously, you have to, like, kind of feel it out you know, ask them like the right questions well, or give them. And one thing I, I read online was like, you don't go into the workplace and say like, I'm gay. I mean, you certainly can, but I think the easier way would be like, you know, me and Randy went swimming this weekend and you just kind of like drop hints and eventually people kind of figure it out. You know, if we were like, I was at a really fun party and like it, it's, it, it plays to your advantage to be authentic with who you are. And if you can Absolutely. be authentic with who you are in your career too, I think your heart just opens a little bit more and, and you're not so pissed off or angry or scared to be going to work every day. I mean, you're spending at least eight hours a day there. So yeah, like, exactly. this is like your second home. If you can't <laughs> be who you are in your second home, it can really affect you it can. It'll affect your home life it can affect a lot of your different mental things. state well this kind of leads us into like another big challenge that you might might face when coming out as a non-monogamist is that your friends and family might disown you and yeah. they might distance themselves from you because again your views might not line up with theirs even though you might be friends for 10 15 were, like, 20, years 20 years yeah they might like just like not be that same friend before because they just don't agree with you now i understand like we don't need people in our lives that don't agree with us and stuff like that but those relationships are what kind of made you who you are like all these little avenues that you take in and it can it can kind of be a big shock to some people and, yeah. and when they distance themselves from you one that may be a good thing and that may be like kind of like the light at the end of the tunnel to understand that maybe these aren't the people you want to surround yourself with. Yeah. But it's a challenge that you might, you may end up facing and kind of having the tools to learn to deal with that and understanding that like for us, we've hang out mostly with people in the swinger community. Yeah. We do now because they're the people that we want to hang around with. Those are the people. We can and be the people, authentic around. The people that have distanced themselves from us, we kind of got to that point where we're like well maybe they're not the right people to be in our lives and yeah. the people that will be there that will accept you for who you are and don't distance themselves like from you. family was like who would have thought that the family would be easier after telling than the friends really yeah, you like i said like nothing more. changed i mean i still text with your mom if anything i'm texting more with my parents now because i don't have to hide stuff from them anymore exactly and it's just like 
they they were the easier ones than For friends. Sure. And so you might be surprised with who takes it negatively and who is very neutral about it too. Absolutely. And we also really wanted to touch on, um, we had met um, some people down in naughty New Orleans called the National Coalition for Sexual Freedom. I love this organization. They are uh, committed to creating political, legal, and social environment that advances equal rights for consenting adults who engage in alternative sexual and relationship expressions. That's a tongue twister. Yeah. They, <laughs> uh, it's a resource for groups, businesses, and individuals facing threat of legal action and media scrutiny they were amazing they preached consent and everything down there they will they if you are thinking about potentially coming out as a non-monogamous maybe give these guys a ring or a call or an email they They help with a lot of things they help with like incident reporting so if you own a business in the lifestyle like we do or a club if you get shut down for no reason or you get like a cease and cease and desist then they're the people that will come in and they will help you um, work through that. Sometimes people lose their job, like our friend. friend yeah. You can. You, they will help you with working through that. Sometimes people lose their kids in in divorce. divorces because they found out later that the the other one, one of the significant others was and then they use the that against them. And so it's this is a really great organization they're doing really great things it's not just um lifestyle they do everything from bdsm to lgbtq to they help with the media and education outreach projects they have there's and they talk about consent counting it is really one of the great great organizations that are out there and so if you do need help coming out as a non-monogamist maybe give these guys a call it And they also have kink aware referral lists. So if you need medical or legal professional help, they will, they'll help you put you in touch with the right people. So if you have any questions about coming out or something that's happened to you as a result of that, talk to them. Or send us an email at sex.uninterrupted at gmail.com. And we are going to cut to a quick commercial break right now. After the break, we're going to share some of our listeners' biggest fears while coming out. So stay tuned after the break. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. Are you looking to get more from your relationship? 
Why is it that some people just seem to have a better sex life, better marriage, and a closer, more meaningful relationship? Find out the best-kept secrets and more on The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Carol and David will share insight about the swinging lifestyle and how it has strengthened their love and marriage, not to mention their great sex. Tune in every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on The Sexy Lifestyle Network. Welcome back to Sex Uninterrupted with Tara and James. This episode, we have shared all sorts of information surrounding coming out as a swinger. That's kind of been fun. It has been fun. <laughs> and uh, so we shared our stories and some of the negative, sort of the negative sort of aspects that could happen, like the challenges and the trials and tribulations, and also about the amazing organization NCSF, National Coalition for Sexual Freedom. Now we're going to share some of our listener stories about coming out to their family and friends. So we put a shout out to Instagram and we got a few things back. So I'm going to let Tyra lead Tara. Tara, 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 lead in. Call me Tara. (laughs) (laughs) Tara, lead in to uh, the first um, sort of, I guess, listener. Yeah, like what I kind of asked actually was um, if they've come out to their vanilla friends and family, and if not, why? And so I got, I always get quite a few responses. That's why I love Instagram. It's the best. Also, you guys, please follow we love you. We love your responses. I'm quite interactive on there. Sex dot uninterrupted. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the plug-in. Um, <laughs> so one of the ones I got was, I don't have any vanilla friends left anymore. And that makes sense to me. And I haven't told my family, though. They are muggles for a reason. And that's okay. That's, yeah. I think that's, I think that's a perfectly legitimate answer. I think that if you choose not to tell your family, they don't necessarily need to know. The reason why we told them was because of the stuff that happened with our friends that passed. passed, And so we kind of made a choice for ourselves to just come out as this is who we are so that we didn't have to lie. And then if something did happen, they don't find out a different way. Exactly. Another uh, answer that we got is no, I haven't because I am afraid of the ridicule. That makes me so sad. And you're gonna get ridiculed. But it's, but it's true because there are people that that think that there's gonna be shame and guilt and ridicule that's gonna come out, and it's it's really I'm just sad. Gonna say one piece of advice: you don't know how people are going to react, and assuming that people are going to react a certain way, you're taking away their choice. Mm, so, good point. I think that um, assuming that is is hurting both of you. Yeah, absolutely. I think that you can't assume what somebody like I like the same thing with my mother. I will share a quick little tidbit that I I said I, I said that I don't think that she's going to accept it very well. You and did even for a my, long time. <laughs> and even my doctor, even my doctor who knows my mother was like, "Good luck with that." When I told her, I, sh- I haven't told her yet, and so. For me, I kind of built it up in my head that she was going to have this adverse reaction or the negative reaction, and it really wasn't the biggest a deal for her in, no. in the end. And so, you know, try not to take away that choice from some people and kind of just go ahead and... Don't assume. Yes, absolutely. Don't assume you're going to no be... No assumptions. Rid- ridiculed, because that just breaks my heart. And so our next answer was, yes, my family took it well and didn't bat an eye. My so-called friends... Not so much. Oh, yeah. I feel you on that one. That was that was um, a woman that wrote in and said that 
And I'm so proud of her for telling her family. And we're, it's like she's speaking my language. She's speaking my language. Um, my family didn't bat an eye either. And friends, um, they just kind of moved away yeah. from my life. They distanced themselves. And, and, and we found out early on in our relationship that we're going to want to surround ourselves with people that accept us for who we are. And I've always been about, like, you know, it's not... If you don't like me, that's not necessarily my problem. No, it sounds like a you problem. That sounds like a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's our that's our best line. Um, number four, rejection is my biggest fear. I have always felt shame about it. So I'm assuming they think that because they share their sexual choices, that they'll be, be rejected shamed. from from the family and. I can I can totally understand that. I mean, not all families are open like ours. We absolutely did not grow up in very religious households. I think that if you grew up in a religious household, this is going to be a harder pill for some of them to swallow. Well, a lot of people have said, like, my, old, my mother is, like, 60, 70 years old, and she's not going to take this well at all. And we can understand that. Like, you don't have to come out to everybody. That's not what we're trying to say. We're just trying to create a dialogue that kind of gets people understanding that I think more people are becoming more accepted of people's choices and their sexuality choices and what they like you know between the sheets so if if you want to talk about it go ahead but if you don't it's not like it's the worst thing in the world like you don't have to come out you can live the double life where we would we did it for a long time and it's and if it works for you keep it that way go ahead if you feel like creating a conversation and a dialogue about it you can do that too. Our next one was, ha, no, Mexican families are not easy to talk to. Got myself a white man and that was bad oh enough. Oh God, this is hilarious. <laughs> that I was a good one. I really enjoyed that one. Whoever sent that one in, that was great. But it, it, you know, I can, we can understand. We sympathize with everybody's sort of case-by-case case case scenario. We made the choice to do that. We're only just trying to give examples, again, like I said, to have people talk about it. And, and, if, and to live authentically as themselves around everybody that they love. Really, that's that's the key. And I'm going to say it again and again. Don't assume how you think somebody's going to react either. Now, I'm assuming with this one, because you got yourself a white man, that <laughs> they probably wouldn't like that going one step further. But, I mean, you never know. And you never know what's going to happen either. Exactly. And the next one? My friends that know are fully supportive. As long as we are happy, that is all that matters. Uh, yeah. And see that's yeah. and that and those are the people that you want to surround yourself with that understand that you are happy, that you're in a happy place, that you know it's not taking away from your life. It's only adding to it, and you're gonna add so many different friends and so many people. Um, the next one we got was I've told some friends and now and have gotten curious reactions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did not tell my family, though, because they wouldn't understand. That kind of goes back to one of the earlier ones that kind of says you're taking the choice away from them to have their reaction. You're assuming they won't understand. Exactly. But the curious reactions, I think we get a lot of curious reactions, too, when we tell people. Oh, my God. Especially when we just meet people and then we tell them. My aunt literally was like, oh, my God, after you tell your mom, you have to call me because I have so many questions. Like, And I was kind of like. Because she's a little bit younger, too. Yeah, she's a little bit younger. But it, it, it is what it is. Like, I get it. It's, uh, you know, you're going to have questions about this lifestyle because it's something that. Uh, 
you know, I think people are really curious about to uh, like because they've heard stories and they've heard things, and now we're sharing our story, and people are. And that's why coming out is such a powerful tool. It is, yeah, because you're literally educating people at the same time of what this lifestyle is, and that's not just about sex. And then the last one. It was um, definitely not my family because my sex life isn't their business. And I don't like that response. I don't like when people say my sexuality isn't anybody else's business. And Not sexuality. Is, they said sex. Now, well, sex, sex is, life. Okay, I've sex heard life. people say sex life and sexuality, and I don't like either But I don't think those. those two are necessarily like your sexuality choices, your sex life, what you actually physically do is not something that like... But that's not what we're sharing. We're sharing our sexuality. Yes. It's not like but we're again, sharing like the dirty deeds. Dirty deeds, but yeah. However, your mom did ask you how many people you slept with in New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> she made that assumption, and I was like, well, I slept with one person. She's like, you slept with Tara? And I was like... Okay, maybe one other person. <laughs> there was, was another one, too. <laughs> and there was a couple more. So maybe I didn't tell her all. And I, I agree with this statement because the sex life isn't their business. But at the same time, like, I, we are free to tell people exactly what you want to share with them. And hopefully they have those reactions. And I think that that um, kind of is going to – we're going to wrap up the show here. Yeah. Um, we'd like to thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. If you guys have any questions for us, um, send them to us at sex.uninterrupted at gmail.com. Um, again, like you said in the intro, you can find us on all the major socials. Um, coming out is our key – Uh, to normalizing sexuality and not just the lifestyle empowering yourself empowers others and living authentically is so rewarding open your mind heart and expand your imagination and you will find your desires and fantasies can come true and thank you to everybody again for listening to Sex Uninterrupted with Tar and James. If you enjoyed this sexy show, sexy show, you can find more at sexuninterrupted.com. You can follow us on Twitter at sxuninterrupted, Instagram at sex.uninterrupted, Facebook and YouTube. If you want to directly support us, uh, you can look for us on Patreon. We have a few different tiers that you guys can can um, sponsor us on and that is patreon.com slash sex uninterrupted join our community today thanks guys have yourself a good one and keep it sexy thank you for tuning into the show if you enjoyed the sexy show you can find more at sexuninterrupted.com don't forget that you can also follow us on twitter at sxuninterrupted instagram at sex.uninterrupted facebook and youtube if you want to directly support what we do please check out patreon.com slash sexuninterrupted today and join our community we'll see you here next monday at 5 p.m. on the west coast and 8 p.m. on the east coast on the sexy lifestyle network Hey, sexy people, if you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. 
SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. This November, 4,000 people will be on the sold-out Independence of the Seas Bliss Cruise, offered by Lifestyle Cruising and Bliss. Why do these charters sell out so fast? Five separate playrooms, dozens of meet-and-greets aimed at various cultural and sexual orientations, themed dance parties every night, and all upper decks are clothing optional. Find out about the Bliss experience on the two upcoming Bliss Charters in 2019. This April is the five-night Celebrity Infinity Cruise, and next November 2019 will be seven nights on the beautiful Navigator of the Seas. Couples love the electric atmosphere on our cruises, and we know that sparks will fly in your cabin. Remember, our cruises sell out fast, so be sure to call Wayne at 908-391-1977. That's 908-391-1977, or visit lifestylecruising.com. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. <laughs> 